Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. The Tech Feed. The Tech Feed. With Andy Wells. Back in 2019, a data leak at Facebook resulted in personal data from over 553 million Facebook users being skimmed from the site. That this leak actually happened has now only just become public knowledge. So, how does it impact you? Joining me is Stephen Coe, cybersecurity expert at Avast. Hi, Stephen. Hi. Hello, Andy. Uh, Nice to be with you. Thank you for joining me. Now, firstly, how is it that we're only now just hearing about this massive data leak when it happened, what, two years ago? Uh, So, it it was a data leak, um, but then, so what happened was, based on technicalities, Facebook considered this not a breach, uh, as in it wasn't caused by a cyber attack that caused this to be leaked out, but more a, a functionality leak. So what, what it was, was back in 2019, Facebook had a functionality that allowed users to query uh, via a phone number, right? So it's a, it's a function that basically taps in the database to, to look for certain things. Now, obviously on a small scale, that is kind of useful, but then someone found out a way to automate that process and basically uh, yeah, send hundreds of thousands of millions of requests. And so basically dump the whole lot of data out. Um, so Facebook since then have said they've uh, fixed that functionality. And so in their eyes, it wasn't a breach. And so it didn't need to be reported. So what exactly was the data that was skimmed off Facebook? Was it phone numbers or, or more? A lot of information, um, name, email addresses, phone numbers, uh, and and other things amongst, um, but the most important uh, ones are, that relates to our privacy are the PII data, including phone numbers, so mobile numbers, anything you enter there as phone number, um, and certainly uh, date of birth, email address, and name, amongst others. Right. So then, what's the potential impact of this data now being, you know, out there in the wild? Yeah. So for a couple of years, it sort of sat there and not um, easily accessible, and then. Um, just recently, as you alluded to, the um, it, that, that that whole database became accessible. So uh, through one of the channels is through Have I Been Pawned, which is a, a website that Troy Hunt runs, to, to so which allows people to see if my account's been hacked. So so that's now available, um, which means now you can uh, scammers in particular can can harvest that data to get email address email addresses, phone numbers, names, and dates of birth. Right. So what is the risk to Facebook users in Australia right now? Those information are very, very useful scammers uh, in the context of uh, phishing scams. So we're not talking just about email phishing scams, for example. We're talking about voice phishing, uh, SMS phishing, any sort of um, channel or communication channel where Phone, number, phone numbers and emails are used. So if you uh, if you have a WhatsApp account that relies on your phone number, that's also a channel for phishing. So, um, so in effect, any communication channels can be used as a way to send you um, information or a request for action pretending to be something else to, to lure you in and, and potentially steal your information or financial uh, details. So what should I be on the lookout for now that I know that somebody that I don't want to have my phone number has my phone number or many people could have my phone number and they're using it potentially against me. What do I need to be, you know, when I'm looking at my phone, I'm getting text messages or whatever. What do I need to be thinking of or doing? Yeah, there's, a, there's quite, quite a few things to watch out for and, and including uh, just like everyone else and myself the last few weeks, I've certainly 
had a had a bit of a spike in uh, random uh, calls, so a voice calls saying one of them is it's quite interesting. It says this is the the pattern of uh, uh, human services uh, and your ATO accounts. Now the scammers obviously hasn't worked out that DHS and ATO are different departments. Uh, so this is you know so be be careful of suspicious uh, voice uh, messages and requests and warnings that you, you're about to be fined or you need to call this number to activate something to be really careful about the wording of uh, the text, the uh, context, spelling, uh, grammar. Uh, if you don't have a Suncorp account or a NAB account, if something comes from NAB, just ignore it because it's obviously fake. So we just have to be so much more vigilant and look out for weird, unexpected comps. If, you, if you're suspicious, ignore it, report it, um, because if it's a real, uh, item that needs your attention, they will come back. If your insurance company or bank really needs to talk to you, they will be persistent and come back to you, you know, in a, again and again anyway. I guess apart from, you know, being wary of those those text messages or, or phone calls, what else do I need to do right now and, and moving forward to protect my personal information on sites like Facebook? Yeah. So, so I think the, the usual hygiene and uh, how careful uh, and vigilance we need um, should really apply to all the social media platforms. So, uh, for example, the first thing to do is to use strong passwords. And, and obviously, it's hard to remember 15 strong passwords. So, uh, utilizing password management software like Keeper or other password management system means that you remember one strong phrase or password and then all the other ones are strong and can be used when you need to log in. Um, so, changing that, making it strong and employing Enabling a two-factor authentication is a big thing. Now, just to go on that note, um, with the, the phone numbers being stolen and being exposed out there, there's a lot of attacks against the two-factor authentication that relies on your phone number, meaning SMS messages. So uh, the scammers are really leveraging having uh, knowing your phone number to, to being able to, if they're targeting you, swapping and um, illegally changing and taking over that number so that they can get your second factor authentication if you're using an SMS uh, two-factor. So that's something to watch out for. That's pretty scary. Someone stealing your, your phone number, that's really sort of next level in terms of them chasing you to um, rid you of your finances or, or information, hey? Yeah, for sure. And, and so the, there are other... Um, Authenticators out there that, that don't rely on the SMS bit, uh, like the Google Authenticator is a popular one, and that's certainly what uh, what should be considered because it's um it's much a step harder or a step uh, higher level to to compromise that. So I really should be looking at uh, implementing uh, two factor authentication across wh- where it's available across um, you know any websites that sort of hold my uh, personal data. Yeah. That's right. Two-factor authentication, a strong one, changing of passwords. And the other one I um, sort of didn't mention was um, what, what I tend to do, and I think it's, it's decent advice, is if you're signing up to a site that is not government or bank or, or you know, it's so federal or local government or critical, so you, you're buying something off another website, then there's no reason why you should be giving them your date of birth, um, your license number and, and everything else, right? And, and your, mother, your mother's real maiden name, for example. So I tend to, and I teach my kids this, right? That you're signing up to some um, Steam account to buy games. Don't put put a fake 
uh, date of birth. Put, put even a fake phone number if you don't need to tie it back, if it's not required for two-factor or things like that. So I, I try and avoid disclosing real information unless you actually have to. Stephen, uh, there's lots of info and some great tips there. Do you personally still use Facebook or are you a Facebook user? I use it to keep in touch with friends um, overseas and, 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 you know, I used to live in the UK for a while. So it definitely is a useful tool and uh, to keep in touch and get, uh, get information. Um, but I think uh, by, by implementing and observing different um, best practices and being vigilant and putting things like two-factor authentication, you can uh, keep yourself a bit safe. Great, Stephen. Thanks again for your time. No worries, Andy. Thank you. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. The Tech Feed. The Tech Feed will now terminate. Visit techdaily.com.au.